the AFCON, which is currently underway. So we find out from the lady, and I haven't chatted to her in a long time, actually, how it is that she's doing and how is she juggling absolutely anything and everything. Tandi, a warm welcome to the show, and thank you so much for your time today. Uh, thank you, Romy. Um, yeah, I think uh, I'm, I'm taking this call solely because it's you, you know? It's <laughs> been you, so hectic and difficult, uh, really, to just do anything else. It's just an uh, unbelievable amount of work, uh, but a wonderful experience nonetheless. How do you uh, do but, it? Yeah, just out of respect to you, so I had to take this call. I'm honored. Thank you, Tandia. How do you juggle everything? Because I can imagine the amount of pressure you're under and that your to-do list is, is literally endless. It is, it is. Um, there's just simply aren't enough hours in the day. I've been trying to figure out who I need to speak to to extend hours from 24 to maybe 30. <laughs> that's my help. Uh, but yeah, honestly speaking, it's it's um, it's a lot of work. Um, but, um, you know, I'm passionate about what I do. I love what I do. And I think that carries me through my worst days uh, when I'm tired, when I'm fatigued. And it just gives me the impetus I need to keep working hard mm-hmm. and keep wanting to achieve, wanting to, you know, better myself and learn uh, from uh, all my experiences. And, and, and yeah, I think that is uh, having a, a, um, a good work ethic definitely helps. Yeah. And, and time management also helps a lot. So, yeah, it's a lot of both to juggle, but I think if you focus and if you're passionate about what you do, um, everything is possible. How does your job at Orlando Pirates enable you to do, effectively do, your job that you're doing currently uh, with CAF at AFCON? And is it one and the same thing, or are your roles completely different? Um, There is a lot of overlapping between the two, where there's a lot of similarities um, in terms of my responsibilities as a media officer, both uh, here at AFCON, and at home uh, at Orlando Pirates. Um, and I think um, I've been blessed to work for uh, a, a huge team, a big team like Orlando Pirates. There's a lot of experience I've gained um, over the years in terms of uh, our participation at a uh, cap level, uh, whether uh, whether it's a CAP uh, Confederations Cup or CAP uh, Champions League. Uh, but we've, uh, we've always been, you know, uh, out there, out there, and 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 trying and trying our best to to represent the country. So I think that has helped a lot. But also, just the background uh, and training I've received at Orlando Pirates in terms of doing my job uh, is, uh, has helped immensely. Because uh, you know we've uh, like they've taken me on, um, they've given me opportunities to learn over overseas. Uh, mm. I think when I started, the team arranged for us to go to. Um, to go to on a tour to the UK just to see how things are done there, and that helped me understand the role. And I think just leading up to 2010, um, the league also um, arranged for a couple of uh, for some of the media officers to go to the to the Euro 2008, and there was um, uh, a lot of information uh, uh, that we, we we came back with. There was a huge information overload, overload, but it helped us understand what what was coming in terms of 2010. Yeah. And since then, obviously, I worked at the 2010 World Cup and I've worked for FIFA. And, and now I'm at AFCON. And it's my first experience being um, at, um, at um, AFCON or being at that level of, at the highest level, rather, of test competition. Mm. And I think the experience over the years has really prepared me 
um, to cope and to understand what's required of me and to also understand that it honestly isn't about me, yeah. uh, but rather um, understanding that my role right now is to be the best I, I possibly can be so that, you know, in the future when testing South Africa, I think South Africans, uh, they will know that we are capable and indeed we can we can get the job done. Mm. Uh, so yeah, I'm I'm eternally grateful uh, and humbled by the opportunity, and and everyone who's um, you know who's helped uh, uh, shape me or prepare me for this moment. And I I understand the enormity of it all, yeah. and and the the responsibility I have um, as a South African and to do my role uh, to do my best in this role. Yeah. How do you not lose your cool, Tandy? I mean, you spoke about the hours, you spoke about the pressure, the stress, and I'm sure that some days when you've had less sleep than other days, and it's just a barrage of a lot of the same things that hit you in the face, how do you just stay, I guess, a bit like a plateau, you know, um, level-headed? Um, <laughs> um, like, like, I, don't, I don't know how to answer that. Um, I, I, I honestly believe that, uh, you know, uh, my, um, my drive, uh, my passion wanting to always be at the top of my game, um, you know, that, that helps a lot. And also uh, my willingness to learn, because um, no matter how difficult it, it, it is, I, mean, I don't know how many times I've been humbled here just learning things, um, appreciating um, the experience and, you know, relearning what I, I thought I already knew, but uh, looking at it at a different angle and thinking, oh, I know how to do this. I've done this before, but I just haven't quite um, thought of it in this particular way. And mm-hmm. it's sort of like you continuously having light bulb moments uh, where you're enriched by the experience. And I think that that's what helps the hours. That's what keeps me going. Uh, because no matter how tiring it is, there's always something in it for me. You know, there's, uh, uh, and, and, and there's uh, like Daisy said, you know, even when I lose, it's not really a loss because I've learned something from the experience. And that's my approach to it. That's my approach to life. And like I said, um, I'm just eternally grateful to be here. Um, it's a wonderful experience. And and I remember uh, the first match um, when I went to Orlando, the opening game, uh, Cameroon was playing. And I remember the drive, because um, um, I'm, I'm in Yaoundé, but driving from where I am, City Centre, to Orlando Stadium, the drive there was amazing. Mm. You know, it just took me back to South Africa 2010. The excitement uh, from the locals, the flags um, all over the place, you know, that national pride. Um, you can, it was almost tangible, you know, you can, you can feel it, you, mm. you can feel the excitement, you can see it, the excitement. And it was a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful feeling. And I remember on the drive there, we had different nationalities. I mean, I was with uh, some of my colleagues. One is from Niger, uh, one is from um, Algeria, the other is Egyptian, and the other one is Senegalese. Mm. And we on the drive there, I was telling the guys that, that you know, this, I'm, I'm appreciating this for the first time because I, I witnessed it in my country, but I couldn't fully take it in yeah. because, you know, we were working at that stage and the focus was delivering the best World Cup South Africa can possibly can. Yeah. So now for me to see it happening elsewhere, 
I was taken aback for, uh, uh, and it was a truly emotional moment for me. Yeah, Tony, I'm going to pay the bills very quickly. And when I come back, I really want us just to talk about, I guess, the way forward for you. We know that your home is pirates. You know, we know you're a buccaneer. We know you've been there for a long time. But if it is that you're getting the exposure that you are, where to next for you? One week to go. 13 weeks to find Mr. Right. So 6 February, Sundays at 7.30 p.m. on SABC One. This is a touchline. I'm Romy Titus in converta- uh, conversation rather with Tandi Marafa as we're talking about her experience out at the Africa Cup of Nations, how she soaked all of that in and just her years in administration as a media officer and where she is now. Tandi, with everything that you've learned, the highs, the lows, um... I'm sure you're taking a look at the next 10 years or five even, if you will. And is there that inclination to say, I will leave my country? (laughs) I will leave my club? (laughs) I am enabled? Yes, I can. (laughs) Yeah, look, I've I've certainly um, met a lot of people over the years and had a lot of opportunities and had a lot of people um, assist in... um, and, and getting me to where, um, obviously, once the door is open for you, then it's entirely up to you what you do with that opportunity. You know, you can either work to prove yourself and get to where you, uh, and, and, and show people that you belong, or it could be a missed opportunity. And I've always been, uh, like I said, just cognizant of the fact that, you know, every opportunity that comes my way is not just about me, but opening the door not only for fellow South Africans, but for, for, for females as well, you know, mm. being a woman in sport is, is definitely not easy. So there's always that added responsibility and understanding that, like I said, it's never about me. But um, in terms of the opportunities, um, there definitely has been offers, you know, and I'm sure they'll continue to be offered. And I'm always grateful and, and humbled by that uh, because in a, in a way it's, it's a form of validation to mm. say, we recognize what you're doing, we acknowledge what you're doing, and we appreciate what you're doing. But for me, um, uh, Romy, you've said it already, you know, I'm a buccaneer at heart. Um, it's, it's in my veins. Um, <laughs> I don't see myself being anything other than a buccaneer. If um, there are opportunities in the future, and I think that that is something that I'll deal with as and when it comes along. Um, but um, I don't see myself... Uh, being with any other team than wow. Orlando Pirates wow. because Orlando Pirates is my home. And if um, I'm given an opportunity or I'm put in a position where I can um, um, work and improve and learn and, and just uh, deliver at a different level where it's um, it, it, it's um, representative of South Africa and the caliber of people we mm-hmm. are, then of course I will I will consider that uh, opportunity because um, as much as I will relish the fact um, or, or the opportunity uh, to work at a at different levels and at higher levels, uh, but um, you know you do that knowing that um, uh, so it's an opportunity so to represent your country. Yeah, you'll and I think do it. That's the beauty of sport. You'll do it, but you're always coming back home. Hello. Sorry. So you, you'll do it, but you're always coming back home. It's okay. I'm in Cameroon. It's okay. I can go here. I can go there. But I'm always coming back home. Yeah, I'm South African. My roots are there. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just as passionate about the country as anyone else, so we have our problems. Uh, but uh, also I think it takes traveling the continent to appreciate the beauty that is Africa, uh, but also how good we have it as South Africans. Mm. And my family is there, so I'll always look forward to coming back home um, as it's intrinsic to uh, to who I am, you know, my cultural identity as with my people back home. So uh, I wouldn't want to lose that. Um, but, um, yeah, um like I said, you know, opportunities, when opportunities come your way, there's, you also owe it to yourself to see how far you can go and how much you can do and what you're capable of. But home is home, and, and I'll always uh, want to come back home. And, and uh, you know, to, today I'm working on the, on the third place, uh, on the third place playoff between Burkina Faso and Cameroon. Mm-hmm. It's going to be another exciting uh, match that will really underway at Amadou Aisho, just working on that. Um, and and once that's over and done with, like it's literally a couple of hours of of sleep if you're lucky enough to get that, and and the focus is to choose on to the final. And you know we've been working um, really hard on that. The people have been doing amazing things here, um, and I'm learning from a lot of people. And and you know it's it's been great seeing the South Africans that um, there's a there's a few of us here. Correct. Uh, last September, um, uh, the tomorrow's referee and the referee for tomorrow's match, um, as well as Victor Gomes and you know a few people. I mean even uh, uh, Roger Tisar who will be you know on the bench for for Sydney tomorrow mm-hmm, the final. Mm-hmm. So those are the faces I'm I'm looking forward to seeing the guys from Backpage Picks uh, that uh, have been around here. And it, it helps uh, getting a, a fellow, uh, seeing a fellow South African and hearing that accent from home from time to time. But uh, I, I mean, I, I think um, definitely I, I need to commend uh, CAF for the wonderful tournament they've put together. Of course, 2021 has been amazing, an amazing experience for me, but amazing just to see everything unfold and how, how the entire organization of the event has been like. Yeah. Uh, but most importantly, I think also the Cameroonian people have been amazing. Uh, uh, you know, they've been welcoming um, and they've made this a truly um, wonderful experience. With that said, as you glance over your shoulders, you know, obviously women are in a rare uh, scarcity when it comes to football. That has changed over the years. But as you glance over, is it still where you stick out like a sore thumb or are you seeing more women, especially at this AFCON? Um, I am seeing more women, but I'm not seeing enough women. I think that's the problem. Yes, there's a, there's a, there's more of us than than there was there was initially when I started. Um, but um, I think I think uh, uh, we we there should be more of us. I think we're capable, and I think we deserve um, bigger roles um, uh, and and just to be judged on our own merit. And I, I think. You know, there's a lot of ladies out there that are, doing, are getting the job done, um, that are proving that they belong and they're proving that, uh, you know, there is space uh, or a place for women in football. And, and it's, it's just, you know, getting everyone on the same page and understanding that we, we have a role to, to play and not making us feel like we have to earn our place all the time. I would love for, for, my, niece, for, my, uh, for my nieces because uh, one of my niece like wants to do uh, administration, uh, football administration. I'd love to see a day when she finally gets to be in the space 
uh, she's just purely judged on, on, on her work ethic and her own merit and her own right, and she doesn't have to pull in a double shift or a triple shift because she needs to prove that, uh, mm-hmm. you know, as a woman she can be in the space. But uh, honestly speaking, a lot we, we've come a long way, and uh, uh, there's been a lot of improvement, but there's definitely uh, room for more improvement. I have to agree with you there. As you look back at AFCON 2021, what would you say your highlight is, that moment that you are going to cherish and hold dear uh, for a long time to come? <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's lots of moments. Uh, just one, I think, just one. Um, I think there's quite a few, but I think for me, uh, walking into Orlando Stadium, and uh, that's primarily, I think that's partly because, uh, you know, we've been deprived of fans uh, at, at, our, at, our, at our matches uh, back home. So just walking into a packed venue and just hearing and feeling the roar yeah, of, of the fans, a packed venue in the electrifying atmosphere, that, that, that was priceless for me. It's something I hadn't seen in a while. And I would lie, I was, uh, I was excited. I was giddy like a little girl. Like, oh my God, <laughs> I need to come down. But <laughs> it was a great one. Um, but also, I think uh, I'm a Liverpool fan. So having had an opportunity to see Sarah Mane up close uh, um, uh, and, wow. and, and, and Mo Salah up close, it's like it's a dream come true. You know, um, I, 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 I think a lot of the moments here are priceless. Uh, for me, the volunteers, oh my goodness, the volunteers uh, have been really, really great. They've made my time here uh, a wonderful experience. And, you know, it's a it's a Francophone country. And I've, uh, I've had to um, massacre the French language a bit. <laughs> uh, but I've modeled three. <laughs> and the kids, you know, the, the volunteers have been really great and understanding. I think because of them, my vocab... And my French vocab has increased tenfold, <laughs> and I'm greatly appreciative of that, you know. Uh, but like, just the, I think the, I think what what will stand out the most is the relationships you make uh, with people when you meet them, uh, and how you just click and and naturally gravitate to certain individual and individuals and stuff. Like, I've met international journalists, I've met local journalists, I've met people from around the continent, oh, uh, people from Cameroon. Um, and and you know different people from from CAF and I, I and I've understood the enormity and the magnitude of of the organization. We always think we know looking from the outside in, but once you're in there, it's 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 just amazing. Mm-hmm. And also looking at you know the amount of work like so, uh, other people need, uh, are doing here. I mean, Lux is doing a, a, an amazing job, uh, just getting a a certain look at what he and the rest of the organizers are doing. It's uh, it's been a wonderful, wonderful journey. It's everything is priceless uh, for me. Uh, I don't think I've enjoyed a tournament as much as I have here. I mean, I've been to, I've I've worked for FIFA. I've been to uh, other countries in Europe where you know I've I've stayed for the entire uh, tournament um, or World Cup, and every every event it's different and it has its own. Uh, um, 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 highlights of the world, but this one, this one, maybe it's because it's in, it's at home, it's it's in Africa. Um, maybe that's why it stands apart. Um, having an, an opportunity to just go around and and enjoy the local cuisine um, has been great. You know, they they have their own version of Chisanya Masia, <laughs> and you just find different types of fish.
fresh ah. fresh water fish, seawater fish, um, you know, anything. You know, just point and and it's uh, flame grilled. They prepare it on the oh, spot yeah. for you, and it's just amazing. You know, getting the local flavor. Um, I think um, this. Just the entire tournament will always stand out. I'm in my green. Head. I'm green with envy, Tandy. I really am. I'm just <laughs> listening to you, soaking it all up. And I hope that, you know, you, you, you're putting down all of this as you say it to me. I, I mean, I'd love to sit with the book and really just, you know, invest and sit there and read all your experiences as rich as they are. I hope that in the back of your mind, you are doing that because, I mean, what you've just shared is extra special. I'm going to ask for a fridge magnet, please. If you come across a fridge magnet that says Cameroon or Afghan or something, please, I need that fridge magnet. Let's see if the line... Is it breaking up your There you go. Yeah, I've got sorry? you. A fridge uh, magnet. Yeah, Did yeah, you sorry, get my fridge I lost magnet? For, sorry, Romeo, I lost you there for a moment. I said, I hope, at the back of your mind, I hope that you're compiling your book and I'm going to ask you for a fridge <laughs> magnet. <laughs> for a fridge magnet. A fridge magnet that says Cameroon okay. or Afghan, a fridge magnet, because this is one of the stories I, where I, I want to take you out and I sit and can, listen more. Uh, I think I can manage. I have a couple of requests. Mm-hmm. Somebody asked me to, not somebody, well, my boss asked me to come back with a coin. <laughs> so, Angosan, I've got a coin for you. <laughs> uh, and, you know, different people are asking for different things. Uh, yeah. But but it's nice. Like, you, you know, it's uh, no one is asking for something ridiculous. It's uh, just fun ornaments, uh, uh, just memorabilia that yeah, uh, they'll, you know, they'll share them, this memory with uh, along with me. And mm. fridge magnets. Definitely on my list. Awesome. Tanya, it's a pleasure chatting. Thank you so much for sharing your experience <laughs> with us here on Radio 2000. Thank you, Remy. Anytime. Tanya Marafa there. Wow, guys. I was there. It was like I was there. I could see the Chisanyama that she talks about and the flame grill fish of all sorts, whether freshwater or seawater. I was there. I lived it. As she saw Sadio Mane in the flesh, I was there too. And it's just so great. These stories are amazing. They are priceless. And to have a South African media officer entrusted on the highest level on the African continent, even FIFA, to go and take her expertise there, share it with everybody else. And as much as she knows, she says, still on a learning curve, because just as I think I've mastered and I know something, I learn something new and fresh again. Uh, Absolutely absolutely amazing and one thing I do think though as she looks around and says yes there are more women but there aren't enough women and I also throw the question forward to say are women doing enough for women to come into the fold are we holding each other's hands or we're really stepping on each other's toes in order to elevate ourselves as opposed to move each other up gradually and together as opposed to becoming each other's opposition Tandi Marafe you're a legend